We're right live now. now. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome. I'm Alex Mack, part of the Call to Action crew, and we are live right flipping now. Yes, we are. <laughs> Kevin, how you doing over there? I'm matching the thumbnail, so I'm trying to <laughs> come out with my knife and then. Gosh, look at this oh. beautiful. I mean, it's still the best. It's still the most beautiful belt in the business. Let's look at that. What a sexy belt. I oh, see. my God. I sleep with it every night. I hope my girlfriend doesn't mind. But, yes, I, I love it. Love the belt. And I love mm -hmm. uh, the fans. And I love the community just saying hi and saying hi to the belt. And you I'll go back what? to my corner That's like Jake wants me to be. That's right. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. I have a slew of really fantastic personalities and competitors here. Holy fuck. That's so much awesome going on around. Okay. So um, I'm Alex Mack, as I said before, and I'm going to be here um, hosting Schmobates. If you don't know what that is, Schmobates is a Schmodown themed debate show i host here every wednesday at 9 30 but today's a wee bit different so thank you for adjusting for us and kevin smets ig champ what up it's gonna be how you doing i'm excited thanks for having me i'm a fan of the show so mm -hmm. i think i think i think i texted you after the first one or the yeah. second one and i was like oh keep this up this is great so mm -hmm. um it's kind of cool to be a judge i mean when you uh when the call came out that frank needed an opponent uh, and you asked me at first, I was like, no way, dude, I'm not that crazy. But I think, I think we have a crazy guy right here. That's willing to do the challenge. Yes. I'll let you what, is a, what is a crazy eye situation? You look like what's his face from parasite. When you do that. Me, this one. No, wait, what? No, no Brandon. Remember oh, Brandon. where he's like hiding out under the, at the stairs. Parasite, remember? Oh yeah. Am I allowed to talk yet? <laughs> no? so terrifying and like complete blackness against the wall. Anyway, okay, off topic. Spoiler Regret. alert. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Crazy. Yes, and I do want to let y'all know, Beard Game is strong within this match today. Absolutely. It was all for you, Janine, really. Yeah, I haven't shaved for like six months. This is the best I can do, so. <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, regardless. Okay, so going in today, um, just kind of go again. Oh, we have Brandon, Hannah. Holy fuck! Oh my gosh, how do you feel going in today? How do I feel? What? I mean, come on, all you babies, you cowards! I don't want to play Frank. He's so good. He knows all the stats. I don't want to play him. <laughs> well, I rose to the occasion. Amen. That's it. Rawr. Circle gets the square. I dig it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you, I know you said you're not part, you're not scared of Frank at all, but uh, do you have any like kind of strategy going into this match today? I've never been scared a day in my life, you know? So against Frank, do I have a strategy? I might have a strategy. I, I, might, I might not. <laughs> Who? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I've never heard that name before in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. tell me yeah, Frank strategy. Yeah. yeah, my strategy I think is just to win. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Winning is always a good thing. All right, well, you, Frank, Frankie Numbers. I didn't hear a word of what you just said because my internet is bad. Well, Thanks. I hope it gets. I hope it gets. That better. was my Bibiani pose. Oh, it's good. You hear that a lot. Yeah. It's like his thing. Hmm. It's good. Wait, it's more like. 
right there. All right, well, Frankie, you're a, definitely a numbers man. You're Frankie Numbers himself. And yeah. I mean, you have a book literally all about the stats, all about the numbers specifically. So going into this, is that going to be <laughs> Big Smasher fan too. He brought this with him I to did. stay with me. He I made it. in yeah. this. It's like a- Right next to me. It's a blanket. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's great. All right. I feel so <laughs> safe with this. Is that um, your version of a uh, IG champion belt? No, this is a this is a this is my version of a weighted blanket for all my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, okay. Um, no, uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm glad what? you could finally find somebody to play me, even though I don't know what I deserve for this. Uh, no one wanted to play me, kind of thing. I, I thought that's pretty funny. Uh, I'm just here to have a conversation with Hannah, uh, and that's <laughs> it. And. A very, uh, it, it's not going to get heated or anything at all, right? It's not going to no, be no, no. strong, no raised no. voices. No, 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 no. I mean, probably. Yeah. Why does Brandon look like he's from 1997 AOL account? Like, <laughs> what is going on with you, pal? How many hours you got on that CD? A thousand hours from yeah, that You got 500 hours left on Instant Messenger? <laughs> Come on, bro. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay well well brandon you know see that bright light behind you yeah that's exactly where you're going by the end of this match <laughs> wow good mm. time. shots fired already yeah okay well i'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys a little bit more about the format if you have not been been part of an episode before thank you so much for checking us out and hanging out with us today we really appreciate it i know we had a, a handful of uh, very new subscribers so thank you for hanging out with us so how we do our debates, we have three questions. Um, so the first question is something like very themed on Schmodown history, referencing all the seasons overall. The second question is referencing Schmodown into the future, the upcoming season. And the third and final question is really whatever the fuck we want it to be. It's the it's a fun time, <laughs> really. So uh, and that definitely reflects on the kind of like weird little questions and answers that we get supplied with our competitors. So. Um, now, that being said, we also start with an opening statement for 60 seconds apiece, an uh, open debate for four minutes, exactly, as well as 60 seconds for a closing statement. All right. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and jump to it. We're going to get started with, um, I know Brennan, the hot man himself, is actually going to be starting with an opening statement for our first question. And you have 60 seconds on the clock. And Kevin, you ready to read it away? I am ready. I am ready. I got my announcer voice, trailer voice ready. Where am I looking at it? Where do I oh, see I it? can click it right now whenever you tell me. Oh, yeah. Whenever you go ahead. I'm ready. In a world, what is the biggest upset <laughs> in Schmodown history? Have at it, gentlemen. Well, Hannah, actually. Oh, Hannah. Yes. For the opening statement. Yes. Who did you choose? Or what right now? Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, for the greatest upset in Schmodown history, I choose the upset that all other upsets are looked to, the bar that all other upsets are compared to. And that is Andrew Guy TKOing Dangerous Dan Merle. It is obviously the greatest upset in Schmodown history. Dan Merle is the greatest player of all time. He has one of the greatest accuracies of all time. Andrew Guy's accuracy is at like 57%. He, it's a miracle that that even happened at all. It was a perfect set of circumstances. That guy was just 
ask particular questions that he just happened to know the answers to. And it turned him into a living legend. Okay, listen, and Frank himself even was in so much disbelief that Guy would win that he actually bet Guy that if Guy won, that Frank would move to California. And it finally <laughs> happened, what, two years later? Are you kidding? Come on. No, that is ridiculous. It's like, it's not even a contest. I don't even know how much time I have left, but yeah, Frank sucks and he's going to lose this one. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, we're good. Okay, awesome. Okay, <laughs> that's definitely... I remember that being one of my favorite matches of that season. It still is one of my favorite matches in general. Kevin, what do you think of his selection? Uh, I mean, that's the that's the no-brainer. I When you were starting the whole thing of what was going to be, it was just who was going to answer it first. I'm glad that uh, we're going to give Frankie Numbers a little challenge here because everybody sees him as the, the favorite going into this. So he's got a big hill to climb. There's plenty of other upsets that he can choose from too. We're going to be interested to see which one you choose uh, and uh, if you can – uh, try to disprove uh, great points and a great joke by Hannah to start it off. So we go. Right. It's good. I love it. What can Frankie numbers do to challenge that? Indeed. Starting with one minute, starting now. Here's the greatest upset of all time. Mark Ellis losing to Stacey Howard in the 2017 Schmodown singles tournament in the first round. Mark Ellis was coming into this tournament, coming into that tournament as the defending champion of that tournament. He won it the year prior. Now, Brandon Hanna is going to you know, tell you that I made this bet with Andrew Guy, that if he won, I would move to L.A. Well, guess what? I've always wanted to move to L.A. I made that bet hoping it would come true because it's been my dream to move here. So to say that I made that bet because I didn't think he was going to win, that's just not accurate. Now, here's the other thing. Stacey Howard was one of the more underrated players, has been for quite some time, and she has a win over one of the legends Great of time. the game, a founding father of the Schmodown, him and Christian Harloff. He had a pedigree coming into this, uh, that match with Stacey Howard, like no one had before in terms of an upset, and you're going to find out why that's a big deal in this next you know, part of our uh, discussion. And five... Four, three, two, one. Okay, we're good. All right. We have our opening statements down. Ellis and Howard um, against Guy and Merle. So these two massive matches yeah. against champions as well. Uh, do you feel like, uh, Kevin, do you feel like Ellis and the Ellis-Howard match, do you feel like that's going to be a good contender against it? I think so. Um, we'll see. I think he said one thing that I, I want to mention at the end of this round uh, that could come back to bite him. We'll see if Hannah picked up on it. Um, you know, the only one that I would think that he would have picked other than that would be the Coder, Cody Miller, an Olympic player, uh, beating JTE, who is like one of the legends. Um, that was pretty crazy. No one thought coming in that an Olympic athlete was going to beat. So uh, that he didn't go that route, that he went with this uh, with Ellis and Howard. We'll see how that goes. So uh, I'm interested to see. It's going to be a tall order to beat still. I think that Hannah kind of lucked, not lucked in, but he, he chose the one that everybody thinks. So it's up to Frank to change everybody's mind, and that's why we're here. Well, that's what he does for sure. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he's all about the he's all about the facts. He's all about the numbers. But absolutely, um, Brennan is definitely playing to the audience. You know, being part of this is a very action focused. Yes, action absolutely. Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Indeed. for true. Okay, well, you guys got four minutes 
on the clock starting right now. Listen, for all you voters out there, if you vote for Frank, that means you hate Andrew Guy. And do you want Andrew Guy to think that he hates you? I don't think you do. Andrew Guy wants to love you, and you know you want to love Andrew Guy. And the way he gained your love, he got gained your trust and support. When he okay. KO'd Dan Merle and shocked the world, I was there. You could hear a pin drop in that room. Everyone was in shock. Could well, you hear let me, a pin let me drop in, in Andrew, the room with Andrew Guy match. Probably not. Because... So here's the thing about that match. Uh, everyone could see the once that match started, we got halfway through like that first round, even at the end of that first round with Andrew Guy le leading. Uh, from there on out, we kind of, you know, Dan Merle never really took a, took a lead. And Stacey Howard and, and Mark Ellis, Stacey Howard trailed the entire match. She lost the first round. She got outscored in the first round, got outscored in the second round. She came back in that final round to tie it up, to force it to sudden death. Now, the difference between... Stacey Howard's win and Andrew Guy's win is it's a better ending for Stacey Howard. She had a better ending than Andrew Guy. We saw Andrew Guy's win coming every single round. It wasn't really a surprise. Sure, it was a shock to see Dan Merle lose to Andrew Guy, but the better ending is with Stacey Howard defeating Mark Ellis in overtime. So two questions, she beat, she beat him on the second question in overtime and beat him, and it's a great finish to a tournament match against a reigning tournament winner. Better ending, better better finish. Those words mean nothing to me, okay? What is a bigger upset? A really, really close match that went into overtime when Stacey Howard beat, yeah, a legend of the game, or when Andrew Guy, someone that up until that point everyone thought was a joke, beat the greatest player of all time. And he didn't just beat him. It wasn't close. It didn't go to overtime. He knocked him out. Okay, like this isn't even a contest. Dan friend. Merle at that time was challenged for the greatest of all time by Sam Levine, who currently had the belt. So for him to come back 10 months later after he retired wasn't the same Dan Merle, wasn't peak Dan Merle. He came back to a game he didn't understand, wasn't prepared for. Andrew Guy took advantage of that, not how much he knew about trivia. So Andrew Guy made it more about spectacle than it was knowledge, and that's the reason why Dan Merle wasn't at his best because, one, he wasn't prepared Two, he just wasn't peak Dan Merle. Mark Ellis went to his match again. He took Dan Merle, peak Dan Merle in 2016 to the brink at Spectacular. He played a great tournament, won it against John Rocco, who would eventually win the belt. And Stacey Howard beat Mark Ellis in a first-round match when she was seated way below Mark Ellis going into that tournament. Listen, okay, the key word that you put out there was spectacle. And to me, a spectacle is, it has to be a part of a, a moment that you refer to as the greatest upset in Schmodown history. In any sport, if you see an up, upset, you want that to be a spectacle. Otherwise, it's not an upset, it's just a disappointment, okay? And my strongest argument for why this is the biggest upset of all time is you go back to that match and you look at Christian Harloff's face. You have never seen that look on his face in any other match in Schmodown history. He was in shock. He was in disbelief more than any I of I have it on good okay? authority. He had food poisoning that day, so I think it's unrelated. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think that that should be struck from the record. That is inaccurate information, and I'll be calling my lawyers momentarily to prove you wrong, sir. So you have one minute on the clock. So, um, can you talk a, oh sorry, man, uh, one minute to bath in my victory. interaction a little bit? Like, sorry, can a... Fan reactions to it, like how yeah. do people react to these matches and the fan groups? Uh, well, fan reaction. I mean, fans love Sassy Stacy Howard. She's a fan favorite. She's and amazing, they love but... Mark Ellis. 
They love Mark they Ellis. They love Mark Ellis. They love Dan Merle. And it was a tough loss one. for Mark Ellis because he was he was coming off. Only of, uh, one competitor became a legend, gained a cult following. This podcast exists, period, because Andrew Guy TKO'd Dan Merle. We wouldn't even have this debate because if that Mark didn't Ellis happen. in conjunction with Christian Harloff. So I, okay, fine. Great, we're doing it here on Call to Action, but I don't really think that makes a difference here or there. We could do this in an alley. I don't, does for all Stacey I care. Howard have a cult following for her defeat of Mark Ellis, like Andrew Guy does? You know, it might not be like someone's preferred type of cult following, but yeah, Schmodown deadheads that go from live event to live event that started in that moment. That's mm, I don't that's actually so. more tied to Ben Bateman and I'm Andrew sorry? Guy as a team as a whole. Not who is Ben Bateman? I have Guy. never even heard of Ben Bateman. I well, other than I don't know what you're doing here. Five. Frank sucks. You guys want to take a like a good deep breath? We're only in round one. Look at this. I feel like I'm watching two Olympic athletes on the verge of collapsing, and it's only the first round. <laughs> well, what, what about Brandon? <laughs> sprint, you guys. Yeah, what about Brandon? Say something nice about Brandon. I mean, me and Kevin, yes, we're obviously very gifted athletes. Of course. Thank you very much. Team and training right here. Whoop, wrong one over there. Did you steal that shirt from Dynamite David Moore after you knocked him out? That's not cool, man. <laughs> okay well before we kind of go into um our closing statements where you know i'm going to go ahead and ask uh, some people i'm going to just check out in the audience specifically if they have any specifically questions or anything yeah. that i want you to address because sometimes they catch things that we don't um as hosts um before we kind of go over there um kevin is there anything that you would love to see brandon and frank address in their closing statement yeah, um, I, I honestly think right now, uh, Frank, you're, you're facing an even bigger uphill battle. Um, it, if anything, it's just for the spectacle um, and spectacle versus disappointment. And it's kind of like when Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker and there was the fan, that one famous fan that's like this. And he was like, what? No one expected it to happen. And, you know, you had that moment captured forever with Christian's face when he was like this. Like for a, a long time and Ellis is just trying to hold it together. So um, the disappointment for spectacle and Harloff, I think is just almost, it's almost the uh, death knell for you there, Frank, Frank, uh, uh, Hannah still hasn't picked up on the one thing that I think Frank uh, said. So I won't say that still, but um, you know, Frank has going for him. It is a tournament match, but um, again, you know, when you're talking about the ending of the fight, um, there's certain ways that it ended and like, ending on the very last moment, Frank has a good argument for that, but then Hannah's like, when you're not expecting it to end the way it did, there's an ending that way too. So uh, it's up in the air, but you know, come on, Frank, you got to do better than that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, obviously these are both fantastic matches. I mean, I, I do kind of want you guys to address a little bit specifically, not only what um, you guys really argued really well about over um, specifically what made each other's uh, matches not as iconic of an upset. I do want to kind of go into specifically your, when you talk about your own matches you've chosen, specifically talk about what made your matches so rewatchable, so fantastic, specifically. I mean, to you as a viewer, I mean, to how it felt, like how did it impact the competitors as well? How did it impact Guy? How did it impact Merle? Um, Howard, um, Howard and Ellis. And I think it was a kind yeah. of a deal that he lost. So I do, I would love for you guys to go into your closing sp statement specifically how it, um, those matches resulted in the future. Now I do, um, I am getting a lot of comments about food in the chat here. I see that, a lot of Torchies talk yeah. here. Why don't you guys pay attention? 
There's a big fight <laughs> going on right now. Portuguese, some hot sauce, some talk about poutine. So I'm just going to ignore all that. We're just going to go ahead and hop over to Poutine is good. Poutine is good, though. That's Brett a whole Gilmore doesn't like your right shirt, there. though, Frank. He's not a fan well, of the shirt. Poutine versus King? loaded fries. So. Okay. That's the real big question that's been argued. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're gonna, let's go ahead and jump over to um, closing statements. Um, please, if you can, um, please address uh, my questions, our questions specifically, and starting with you, Brandon. And do I have 60 seconds? Yes, yeah, 60 seconds on the clock. Starting okay. Well, Kevin, I Venmo you $20. So if you could just text me the thing that I missed about Frank, I would really appreciate it. You've got about 45 <laughs> seconds to get that to me. Um, so while I wait for that, I just want to say this, like I said, the spectacle of this match is unmatched. Okay. This match didn't even just change the way that people look at the Schmodown. It didn't just change the landscape of the Schmodown. But it changed the way people looked at movies. You mean to tell me that you've never stumbled across Child 44 and immediately thought of that match? No. It's it's like the, even the questions that were asked in the math match have become 30 seconds as grand and as, as magnificent as that upset was. And uh, I mean, I just don't really have anything more to add because I already feel like I've won. So I just want to say, Frank, uh, just give me this point and we'll we'll see how the rest of the debates plan out. And uh, it's Cerulean, bitch. Ten seconds. Wow. Oh, Cerulean. How do you spell Cerulean? Cerulean? Don't ask me that. C-E-R-U-L-E-A-N. Of course Nerd. you know the answer of course and five four three two one okay awesome okay thank you so much uh for yeah for that closing statement so we're hopping over to you frank closing statement your closing statement starting right now here's what here's what happened after the ellis howard match mark ellis never played again that was it that was he was done stacy howard would then be known as someone to watch out for when let's say she played Mark Riley in this past year's tournament, last year's tournament. What happened? Upset again. She's been known to do that now. That's her thing. People still don't take her serious, but she is a legit threat. Mark Riley found out. Mark Ellis found out. The other thing that happened here is... 30 seconds. Have a low seed in a tournament, you have to watch out. Because players like Mark Ellis and Mark Riley, they are suspect to losing now. The game is, is vastly different today, for sure. But Mark Ellis, everyone loves baby carrots. He, Ten seconds. He just couldn't, couldn't stand to play again because of a terrible, brutal overtime loss in a tournament match. You never saw him play again. And done. I just want to add that Frank sleeps with a nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I have a good, on good authority right now. Yes. <laughs> um, I have so many thoughts right now, <laughs> Kevin. Do, do you, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to be close. Uh, he, you know, Frank had a good. That was a good uh, left hook right near the end when he's saying how Ellis never played again. Like he, you voters got to kind of think about that because um, that is, you know, a lot of there's there's consequences there. The one thing that uh, I think for me it hurt Frank and his very opening statements is how he keeps talking about how. Uh, Stacy or Stacy's an underrated player. She's so underrated. Well, if she's underrated, then it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise that she won. No one had Guy having a shot at Merle in that match. So Frank, if it, yeah. I was voting, Frank, 
you're you're terrible. That was horrible. You you killed yourself <laughs> in the opening statement. You couldn't get me back. Congratulations, Brandon Hanna. And uh, I didn't text you that, but uh, you need to catch that for your next time. Can I have there my twenty dollars back? No, <laughs> a non-refundable. I, I'm not going to lie. I remember um, when I watched that match, um, the day the day of in my fantasy league, we're allowed to draft um, at, until three o'clock in the afternoon, my time. Oh, that's awesome. And um, and because the matches at the time didn't go up until like four or five or something. And <laughs> no one drafted guy. And it occurred to me at like two thirty or two forty five. And I was like, I'll draft guy. I thought he was already drafted by then, and wow. suddenly I got a lot of points. Because it just wasn't him, he ended up beating Riley. He went up to Roca and everything, obviously. So that was a huge what it really did for him, obviously. But you're not yeah. kidding. When it comes to Howard versus Ellis, you're completely right, Kevin, when you said it just came down to Ellis – never played again he yeah. done he retired he was a doc keeper he was in scrubs and stuff and he like did the whole like heart pump thing with a yeah. big carrot person <laughs> but <laughs> yeah that was a obviously that was one of the okay versus like you know um the champion killer or i can't remember what it was called you know that whole run as well and the anticipation and uh, you know with the fandom and cultish love around him there but also it really like finalize the nail in the coffin for Ellis as a competitor. Yeah. And it's something it's like, you need to think about. Yeah. Sure. And he's, and, he's a, and as far as like the league's getting much more intense and just more harder overall, kind of rewarding uh, his goals and schmodown. All right. Fantastic. Now, again, guys, if you are new to this, you can feel free to vote on our Facebook page. Page, um, one of our lovely people, Kelsey Kirkland. What's up, boo? Uh, she is actually posting all the voting things that you can vote on our Facebook page. You can vote right now while uh, you actually have your point, uh, your opinion still pretty fresh in your head with all the reasoning, or yep. you can vote at the very end. Either way, you gotta make your opinions known. Otherwise, it's not gonna fucking count, and we're not gonna fucking care. So, is, 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 is Frank drinking Coca Cola right now? <laughs> I would like the record to show that caffeine is a performance enhancing drug and uh, any points given to him should have an asterisk and, next to him. In that note, let me just. You're not competing. Fine. Oh, yeah. It's not Red Bull though. It's a bing. I'm glad it's not a red line. Those are things, those things will put you. <laughs> I, saw I, you drink, I saw you rock that red line the other episode. <laughs> like a, I was like, like girl. Okay. Yeah, it was insane. You got to do what you got to do for these late nights. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> My heart was racing for a while. So, yeah, somehow yeah. I slept pretty soundly, but regardless. All right. Is well, Frank the Houston Astros of Schmobase? Asks Will McLean. He is. I think I heard a trash can oh, bang in Kevin's really bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the trash can bang. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and post uh, the Facebook link as we speak up in Hither. And we are going to go ahead and jump over to the second question. And this is a pretty. I, an interesting question considering some of the picks, so to speak. Oh, yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. All right, you ready for the second question, Kevin? I am ready. Let's do this, everybody. All stop right. talking about Torchy's tacos. Let's get on to the next one. Which Woo! veteran competitor will be the first to lose to a rookie? And we're going to start with our, uh, we're going to start with Frank for his opening statement this time around. Go ahead for one minute. Frank. The veteran competitor that will lose first to a rookie this year will be Lon Harris. 
because he's never fully lived up to his potential. We all know he has the knowledge, but he never plays like he has the knowledge. He plays down to his competition. He he's he's four and four. Lon Harris is four and four. And all four wins, he's won by one point. One point against everyone he's won against. And when he loses, he usually loses by two or three points. So he plays down to his competition. And as as new rookies come in this year, they know the game better than ever before. They know the strategy better than ever before. These rookies aren't you know, coming in like they were in 2016 and 2017, where they were just coming in on their knowledge. Lon Harris, to this point, has failed to step up his game on strategy. So when he walks into a rookie match with a match with a rookie, they have the strategy. They, they've done the homework that Lon Harris probably hasn't done and has never done. And so he's going to face a much more stronger and competitor. Done. Lon Harris, interesting pick. I keep forgetting about Lon Harris. So I'm really interested to hear about him going into the season for sure. Okay. So what do you think about Lon Harris, Kevin? Lon's down. Lon's Lon's around that area where uh, he would probably face a rookie early on. Someone banned Garth from the chat. He said it's going to be me to Robert Parker. How dare you, Garth? Get out of this. Get out of town. Uh, uh, Lon Harris, uh, for sure. You know, when you look at the rankings, there's there's that sweet spot where like it's a good star turn for someone. It's you know a rookie's going to get right there. I think one of these rookies, it's either going to be like Barbarian or Ben who's going to come in and they're going to be uh, around that area where they can hopscotch over them. Another one uh, that I, I, in my head, when that extra first saw that question would be Makuga. Mm. Makuga did the same thing for Oyama kind of, you know, doing the job. Uh, but I think Lon Harris is in that sweet spot too. So I think that's actually a really smart and sound uh, choice by Frank. Um, uh, yeah. I absolutely agree, but I want to say my personal pick would have been Ken Napsok. Ooh, ooh, interesting. But that's just me, but that's just me. We in the Star Wars division or just regular? Um, he I thought he was playing in several divisions. Yeah, okay. So it would just it's just a blanket so, statement. Promo video they did a while ago. But yeah. regardless, let's find so, out what Hannah thinks. All right, he Hannah. Will be the first to lose for a rookie. You got 60 seconds starting right now. Obviously, if you know anything about the Schmodown, if you have any brains at all, you will know that the first veteran technicality competitor that will lose to a rookie this season is obviously Chandru Dandapani, okay? <laughs> After, we, we all know that me and Chandru the Chosen, okay? Oh, chosen to get his butt whooped by every rookie in the league this season. We have a rematch coming up. And after I knock him back down whatever hole he crawled out of, He's going to crawl back up like Kylo Ren at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh, I'm so weak. Oh, and then Christian's just going to give him a pity match against some rookie. I don't care which one. And he's going to be so defeated. That rookie's just going to come along and boom, end Chandra's career right there, done and done. And then I'll never have to see him again. Thank God for that. Whew. Oh, that, that took out. Oh, I have to get that off my chest, guys. I How do you really feel there, Brandon? What are your real true thoughts on The Chosen? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good, You could feel it. Like the, the room was starting to shake. Like the, the earth was unheaving from his <laughs> anger. 
Okay, okay. Don't break you character. Need you need a drink. Don't break character. Brandon, <laughs> you need a drink, pal. So. <laughs> I have my drink. Wine after that opening. Non-performance enhancing drug. Very water. Smart. Healthy, very healthy. I approve. Okay, so. Um, all right, fantastic. So these are two very solid picks, but also two very different approaches to this, for sure. You got Long Harris, um, which is ob obviously competes in teams and singles, and versus Chandra, which, uh, as far as I know, he exclusively plays in IG. So two very different approaches as well. But also, like you mentioned, um, there's two. Long it has like has when he wins, he wins by a very small margin like you said, but he is at this point kind of even for sure, technically speaking. But Chandru, he might say, yeah, he did lose. He did have a big loss to you, Kevin, obviously. However, you know, he's definitely one of the, I mean, just like, just like, I mean, like both you guys, definitely one of the biggest IG competitors we have out there today. So if he yeah. loses, it would be a big fucking loss. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's in the mix for sure. Uh, yeah, he's given us a much smaller pool uh, mm -hmm. of, you know, rookies are coming in, but, you know, the list here uh, where uh, he is currently is a much higher. Uh, you're really banking on uh, him losing to the hitman and then uh, having to face, you know, Hurricane Parker whenever that may happen. That would be a way that he would lose to a veteran. And I think um, that is certainly it. I want to hear more about technical stuff like that, Brandon, instead of the vitriol and hatred that you have for him. Uh, do not channel your hate. Now use statistics. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I really love the painting of the picture. That's for yeah. sure. Well, that's let's just go ahead and jump to the open debate itself. You guys have four, sorry, not 40 minutes, four minutes to debate Chandru versus Lon Harris for the first to lose for a rookie starting now. Yeah, that's the thing. Chandra only plays in in one division, so the odds of him losing are less than uh, Lon's because he plays in two. So there's more there's there's more possibility for him to play another rookie in teams and or singles, where Chandra just have to worry about inner geekdom. So it, and there's not as many rookies that are you know shuffling into inner geekdom, so that decreases the odds of him losing to a rookie. Lon, like I said, he plays down to his competition. It's seemingly for whatever reason he does. I mean, look at the match with Cody Hall. He had to beat him in 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 overtime, even though Cody wasn't technically a rookie, but still a less than player, if you will. And usually when rookies come into the, the league, they're not they're still getting acclimated. So when Lon has to play one of these uh rookies, yeah, I'm afraid he's gonna play down to their level and leave a bit of an opening and a, a smarter uh, these are smarter rookies as we saw last year. They're more knowledge based, they're more strategy based than ever before. And when Lon comes up against one of those types of rookies, especially in singles, uh, I feel like he's the most susceptible to a loss from a rookie. It's hard to forecast when these guys are going to play. If we had a schedule, it'd be a different thing. But because we don't really know when it's going to happen, I approached it from the angle that Lon Harris is the most susceptible to a rookie loss uh, just based on how he's played in the past. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Frank. We can't really know for sure when these matches are going to take place. There's no way of knowing. But, I mean, let's look at the facts, though, okay? We know, because I know Kevin loves facts. And here's a fact for you. I am going to play Chandru very soon, and I'm going to win. And when I do, who is he going to play? Is he going to play a veteran like Smets or Kalinowski or Mara or God knows who else, Adam Lavick? No, he's going to be 
right on the middle of the tracks, tracks, Chanju tracks, tracks, Chanju. He's gonna be on the tracks, tied to them because I brought rope. And there's gonna be a freight train coming, and that freight train is Robert Parker. Okay, I pretend I don't know who Bobby Parker is. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I'm aware that he answers questions correctly in the fan leagues from time to time. And he's going to answer more correctly than Chandru, and so am I. And I'm going to climb all the way to the top, and Chandru's going to sink all the way to the bottom. And when is Lon really going to play a rookie? Probably not anytime soon. And it's Cerulean, Mitch. Okay, okay good, great. No, but Lon will because he's at four and four. So he eventually will face possibly a Ben Goddard. If, if he continues to, to progress in the yeah. league, Ben Goddard, as we've seen, is one of these new rookies who really knows the league, knows the game. And I, dare I say, he knows it probably better than Lon. I don't know how much uh, uh, effort Lon gives it gives the showdown other than what's required to show match day, you know, bank on his movie knowledge, and then maybe lean on his manager to help him out. I don't know if that's going to get it done. Because when you face someone like Ben Goddard, who he could potentially face for sure, uh, I think he's in real trouble. When could he potentially face Ben Goddard? How many matches does Ben Goddard have? I think win? two more. One more two. win, and then he can then he can face then he can face. At Lon. two and zero, oh, you think he would then yeah. go on to play Lon Harris? Because Lon Harris is four and four. Yeah. So yeah. So we imagine Lon's got to get a match at some point in the near future. You think he, he's going to get his next match around the same time that Ben Goddard's also going to get his next match? I mean, we have nine factions this year uh full of up to nine around nine players each and then everyone's got to get a match starting off well look when do you think ben's gonna if, get this second even match? if and when's lon gonna well, get if that ben plays a match with rachel silvestrini and teams technically if lon were to lose that team match he still is losing to a rookie even though one half of the team is a rookie so technically he would still be losing to a rookie even if he faced him in singles and or teams and done Want to do some yoga poses? Yeah, everybody just breathe. Everybody breathe here. Is Get in one? here. Is that a yoga pose? Yoga, right? Yoga. yoga. Well, you're in California now. You need to be more chill, right? Yeah, you got to be oh, eating yeah. guacamole yoga. and doing downward dog poses <laughs> and all that. I like how uh, uh, guacamole means uh, California. Like if you look on any menu. Yeah. Like, if you want to, if you want a California burrito, or yeah, I love those. Fries, that just means avocado. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it means. Oh man, I love me. When did we get now you're making me hungry, Alex. What's I, love, I love. I can eat avocado with a spoon. It's wonderful. Okay, now yeah, we have again two very different approaches to these answers. One is a very personal tech and, you know, giving us a lot of these really great um, moments to paint the picture, really, really great visuals overall. Um, but, you know, like you mentioned, you said that he could, uh, Chandra could potentially uh, go up against Robert Parker. And you, like you said, you, you think uh, Robert Parker could potentially be a better competitor than Chandra. So that would be a loss, obviously, to a rookie. So that's something to be considered but uh like you said um based on the record Alon harris has technically a four and four how likely is he to uh to get up against a rookie in singles yeah. or in teams so i'm not sure kevin what do you think i think i think that the records certainly favor long losing and also being in a position where he'd face a rookie earlier at the at 500 um 
Chandru is, I faced him myself. He's great. And uh, if anybody's going to give, let's say, a rookie in the division of IG, I mean, I heard, you know, there's other rookies coming through there. Um, I think that Chandra would be less likely to lose. Uh, you know, I, I, it took me to the very limit to answer my five to beat him. So, um, I mean, as far as Lon is right there in that sweet spot and he's played as many times as he's lost, you know what I mean? So, um, I think it just, it's a smaller field for IG. And I think that hurts your argument, Brandon. And I think that, um, uh, you know, going into these final, this, this final, um, segment here, your closing arguments, I'd want to hear more about, um, maybe you playing out, I mean, you're playing out a scenario, uh, but let's play out, uh, you know, a, a worst case scenario, uh, which would be if in your match against Chandru you lose, how would then Chandru lose to his, his first um, veteran or his first rookie? Yeah. Like and is he both angles? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the same, like you said, uh, with, you know, how would he actually lose to the rookie? And same for you. Uh, how would Lon specifically lose to his first, I mean, lose yeah. to the rookie? Exactly. Like, what would the how intense would it have to be who would have i mean like what competitors could it potentially be etc yeah. in which league all that uh you know good stuff please answer those questions best of your ability and we're starting with you frank with one minute for your closing statement so there are a number of rookies coming into this league that have been touted, even by Christian. You look at the Barbarian Defense Stock Exchange. He's backed by Ben Bateman, Dan Merle, all those guys to impart their wisdom and knowledge onto the game, which Lon clearly is just not at that level. I don't care. I, I don't. I don't. Even as smart as he is with movie not trivia, he just cannot rise above his competitors. He always plays at a level. And if you meet someone like the Barbarian, uh, Ben Goddard, if he spaces someone perhaps like Marisol McKee, who, who's looking to play. These are potential players that he could definitely face, given the fact that he has a 500 record, hasn't proven that he can win the big-time match. He, he near, narrowly lost to Cody Hall, and it, it took him to overtime. That just blows my mind. So there's just no yeah. way that that even with Chandru and Inner Geekdom, who's going to face? It's going to take a, It's going to take a while. Because those rookies are going to play each other because it's in one division, and they got to play another one, and then there's Chandru waiting, especially after he beats Brandon Hanna. You know, I mean, who's he going to face? And done. All right, Hannah, you got to come through on that. We're, we're asking for the uh, the worst case scenario. You got to you got to play director in your head and create this storyline for us to make us believe that it could be Chandru. I want it all. I want all the visuals. I want the story. Bring it. Got 60 seconds. I don't know what this worst case scenario is you keep bringing up. I don't believe in the no win scenario. I'm going to Kobayashi Maru that bitch. Are you kidding me? And if any competitor could possibly, if any competitor could possibly lose to a rookie, it's Chandra Dandapani. He's only beaten one competitor of significant note at that elite level, and that's me. And I spun opponent's choice and had a really bad day. And then he took you, Kevin, to the limit. Are you kidding me? You spun opponent's choice. He spun spinner's choice. And his five-pointer was the easiest five-pointer in the history of five-pointers. Are you kidding me? Who composed two out of the eight Harry Potter movies? You Google those movies, and his Nicholas Hooper's name pops up right away on Google. You were asked some minute detail about Star Trek, and God bless you how you knew the answer to that one. I don't know, but you earned that victory over a guy who gets lucky time and time again. He is the luckiest competitor in the history of the Schmodown. He gets lucky so much, how is he going to lose? 
He's, his luck's going to run out, and it's going to start with me, <laughs> okay. and then he's going to get hit by that freight train. <laughs> My favorite is that Chandra's in the chat right now hearing this whole rant, and he says, you're get, you're putting bulletin board material on your match for against you guys, man. You're just making him angry. You know what? Bring it. I, I want all of it. I want yes. all the anger fester. Let the hate flow through you. Yes. As the Hulk always said, I'm always really desperate for more anger. <laughs> As the Hulk always said, you won't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? That's how it works. That's how he turns into the big um He's always dude, angry. Right? He's a big red dude. This homeboy is always angry right? here. There he is. There you are. Yeah. Poke, poke, poke. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, you did bring up several really great points. Now, I think Chandra is amazing. Obviously, he's one of my favorite um, competitors. <laughs> you're totally, you're totally right. Like you mentioned, spinner's choice and opponent's choice were definitely part of it. And uh, you know, like you mentioned, uh, I believe Denny's isn't uh, Harry Potter. Mo- Harry Potter movies like one of his stronger categories. He says. Yeah, that's his biggest strength. That's why he picked yeah. it when he spun. And used black magic, which I might add is another performance enhancing drug, and I'm having my lawyers <laughs> looking into that immediately. And I'm in the den now, so I can afford lawyers. There you go. <laughs> well, and that makes total sense. So you definitely, you know, you definitely mark some uh boxes off right there. Okay. Well, Kevin, I mean, I know we're not gonna, I mean, we're not voting personally. Yeah. You want to get over to that Facebook page, the Call to yeah. Action Podcast Facebook page. I'm going to go in. I could see the early numbers right now. I don't want to spoil it and lead anyone to vote one way or the other, but mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I just think uh, at this point, as someone who's faced Chandru, uh, whether my five was hard and his was easy or whether they were both the same amount, he took me to the limit. Uh, if anybody, uh, I just think he's going to be in a position, even if he loses to Brandon, to where it might be a while before he has to face a rookie. And I think Lon is very likely to face a rookie maybe in his very next match. So he's sitting there at four and four, 500. It's a perfect opportunity for an up and coming rookie, uh, be it Barbarian or Ben. I mean, there's so many, you know, opportunities. I just, I'm going with the numbers here. It's more likely it's going to happen with Lon. So uh, if, if, you know, here I'm going to the Facebook page right now and I am voting uh, for Frank to win that question. Sorry, sorry, uh, all your anger there. But ha- tell me what you think about pain, Brandon. What do you feel about pain? I need my pain. Don't take my pain away from me. I need my pain. There you go, Kirk. I needed to hear that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just loving the vibe in this virtual room we got going on right now. I yeah. really do. Okay, well, we're going to be going into arguably one of the most important questions of your entire lives. Really? Yes, this okay, is it. It's, it's the big one. It's the deciding factor in this. Yeah. Okay, so for this one, I have a little coin. Right here, I'm a little. I'm a patron of the Action Army, Action Industry, all that stuff. What's up, hey? And I got this little beautiful coin designed by Janine herself. What's up, girl? Um, this uh, gorgeous. Shout out thing. to Miss Movie. Yeah. Yes, so talented. Shout um, out we have, yeah, Janine. She has. We have both uh, Ben Bateman, Team Bateman, and we got uh, Team Guy right here. Now, Hannah, which one would you like to be flipped in favor of? Well, I mean, I don't know. I betrayed Bateman because he's a joke. And then Guy was, like, really mean to me last year, and I don't really talk to him anymore. Two guys you used to look up to that just don't like you. That's got to suck. Oh, Frank, 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 if you were in this side of town, I'd take your Coke and I'd drink all of it. Ooh, vicious. Mm. Wow. Vicious. Threats. Wow. I'm hurt. 
I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Bateman because like I kind of see myself as like a more handsome version of him, so I like my odds just a little better. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw up real quick. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, okay. Continue. I I I like that visual there. You got a little. Do you guys a little something on your chin there? Right there? Yeah, it's 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 the manliness. Right. <laughs> it's there, right? Yeah. Um. All right. Um. I'm gonna say also, Frank, by extension, you get guy. It's okay for a sure. Awesome. Ben, ben shaved his Andrea. off once he saw how good mine was coming in. He just knew he couldn't compete. Like Thor and what's his face? Uh, that'd be Steve Rogers, Captain oh, America. Yeah. He's oh, friends Hawkeye, with that right? tree. I've heard yeah. of yeah. Hawkeye. That guy. Yeah. Oh, cool. The Hawkeye. Yeah, the Hawkeye. Right? Guy, the hot guy? That's hot it. Pack. That's it. What? Hot? Steve Rogers is Hawkeye, hot. right? Everybody just hot calm man? down here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So if it lands face up on your person, that means you have to be the one starting this. Okay. And I'll be flipping. Right. What do we got? Andrew we got Bateman. So that means he loses, right? That means he starts with his opening statement. Okay, see, that wasn't clarified. <laughs> I'm going to start this with a classic challenge. Ben Bateman finger gun. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, okay. So, Frank, are you uh, challenging or what? Are we going to challenge? Or is this like very ben New York, do, Brooklyn all over again? Yeah. Um, I was like, Brennan, the hot man, a hot man, Hannah, you have to supply your answer first before Frank with your opening statement to the most important question of your life. Kevin, please read it away. Put together a schmodown band. I'm talking genre, band name, instruments, etc., etc. Blow us away. This is for all the marbles. Everything's at stake here now. All of it comes to this moment right now. Let's hear it. Under pressure, starting right now. One minute to go. Go. Clearly, the greatest schmodown band would obviously star. Well, let's just say the name because the star is in the name. It's Marzonia and the Sen Den. The S-E-N Den. Okay? Lead singer, lead guitarist, Alex Marzonia. He never forgets the Enye and he never misses a beat and he's always perfectly in tune. Okay? <laughs> and the genre, of course, is punk rock because that's how we roll in the den. Hardcore. You're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Right, PJ Campbell and Cinemax? Well, you know what I'm talking about. And of course, we have Tate Mulligan on the drums, Ben Goddard playing keyboard, and the bass guitar. You know him as the sniper. It's Brett Sheridan. Okay, these guys are going to rock your socks off. Could you imagine Tate as a drummer? Best thing ever. This band would be second to none, okay? This would be all the entrance musics for all the schmodown to the end of the days we played by this band because there would be nothing greater to walk out all with. Right. You guys got 10 seconds. Sorry, I didn't give you a warning there. 10 seconds, sorry. 10 seconds, oh my God, I thought I already won. Yeah, uh, Marzonia and the Sendon. <laughs> wow, wow, okay. I wanna go to this concert so bad. Oh, right. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to, I can't wait to listen to the debate. All right. Who, what did you pick? Who did you pick? Going over to you, Frank, 60 seconds. The name of my band is Dog Daddies and the Sitter. Now, what is that you might ask? Well, it's a rock band starring Andrew Guy on lead guitar. It has... Mark Riley playing the bass. It has Mark Ellis on vocals. 
And why those three? That's because they all own dogs. They're daddies to a dog. They're dog daddies. <laughs> but you know what? The other part of that title was The Sitter. That's right. Rachel Silvestrini. She will dog sit any dog there is to be sat in this town. And she is playing the drums because she looks like a drummer to me. And it looks like she can really just hammer on the drums. Dog Daddies and the Sitter. Rock band. On tour. Okay. This spring. Book it. Book it. Someone make me a shirt, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I mean, the both both titles, both band names are great. Um, they are fantastic. They are great titles. When uh, when when uh, uh, what's your name, Hitman? When you submitted your list, though, you uh, you got to lose points for spelling bass. B B A S E. So <laughs> Sheridan's you can't on the prove is, is he that. The, he's bass. I can prove it right. I can no, literally never prove it. it in the short. I'm I can literally prove it right now. Nope, you can't. Nope. It's not even called bass. Geppetto. I called Geppetto. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like a, what was that scene from I I um I love man. Slept in the bass. Yep. Slept <laughs> in the bass. I mean, we got we got Brandon with the very home. He has, he has the Den Homer pick, and you got to do it. Look, if I was picking a band, I would, we would do a death metal band called the Dungeon, and uh, we'd have Drew on drums, Zipper on bass. Me lead guitarist and Kaiser just screaming all hell in the, into the microphone. So I get to be in the Homer. So I'm not going to take points away from that. I'm um, surprised you're not picking Kaiser to actually be the band manager. I could just sit him in the background. He's, he's being a player like, manager. Where's the green M&Ms? Where's the green M&Ms? He's just uh, he, our contracts are horrible. and We didn't make a dime once we go platinum. It's all towards Kaiser's addiction uh, to gambling. Um, Frank Frank's pick, you know, is cute and creative, but. Uh, he's he's not getting these. The one thing that I'll have to give Brandon so far. Well, I don't want to say anything yet. You know what? Let's continue. Absolutely. There's so much I cannot wait to see. Um, yeah, you guys like I like you said, uh, Frank. You was like you had picked a really great title, "Dog Daddies and the Sitter." I mean, that's great. Such a really great visual right there. I can't believe I didn't connect the dots until you said it, and I'm like mind blown. But also the Zen Den. I mean, that it's. I mean, they're pretty much already a band, let's be honest, <laughs> as it is. All right. Well, you guys have four minutes to make your arguments for well, that showdown band. Here's what you're going to see on the stage with Dog Daddies and the Sitter. You're going to have the greatest rock show you've ever seen. Why? Because you're going to have dogs on stage. Don't worry. They'll have their earmuffs on, and it'll be the cutest freaking thing you've ever seen. Can you imagine Mark Riley playing bass with his dog Leia right next to him, just jamming out? Can you imagine? Can you see? I mean, look. I mean, for real. Mark Ellis on the lead vocals, holding Molly in his arms, just walking up and down that stage. It's going to be you're, – you're going to die when you see this band. I mean, you're going to fall head over heels for this band. It's going to be insane. And don't even get me started on the songs that they're playing. Oh, I got song titles for you, like Hotel California. Huh? There you go. Uh huh. Master of Puppets. There you go. That's going to be another rock song they're going to play. How about Bark This Way? That's right. I said it. And uh, Don't Stop Retrieving. Don't Stop Retrieving. There you go. And yeah, lastly, uh, dogs on parade. I mean, it, come on. Dogs I can hear Rachel Silvestrini laughing in the background. It must be super <laughs> loud for you, Brandon. She's 
Do you really want to go to a rock show where you can look at dogs but not pet them? That sounds like the worst show I have ever been to in the history of shows. That's Mark a backstage Ellis pass, Brandon. You get a backstage pass for that. Alex Marzonia has the voice of an angel. It's like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. It's like it's unlike anything I've ever heard in my life. We have very thin walls here at the apartment. I can hear all of his beautiful melodies, and it, it rocks me to sleep every night. It's amazing. I want to go see a band. Check his songs out right now. I want to see a band, not a solo He's a proven commodity. My lead singer and guitarist is a proven commodity. He has a music video, and it's He's a solo ass. artist. He's great, but okay. he's not a band. He's been in a band, and the band was amazing. Surface Streets, check it out, okay? Listen, <laughs> I don't think you're – you're really underestimating Kate Mulligan on the drums. Could you imagine? You have Kate Mulligan and Brett Sheridan. They're not going to be Could playing music. They're going to be telling jokes the whole no, no, time. No. Could you imagine you're, you're sitting down for a rock show, and all of a sudden you see Kate Mulligan. She's got the drumsticks, right? She's like – Hey, everybody, excuse me. This is Kay Mulligan. The only this person is that's going to be Alex Marzonia. Boom. Come on. Brett Sheridan and Kate Mulligan are going to be doing their little comedic act. Ben Goddard's going to say, hey, guys, what do you want to talk about next? Let's go to the next comedy act. What's wrong with Kate a little Brett? comedy in your music? Weird Al Yankovic, Bo Burnham, all great musical comedians. That totally clashes with Alex Marzonia. When has Alex Marzonia made a comedy uh, music album? Alex Marzonia Never. can do he anything. He makes ballads. He's a solo act, and he's great. But this ain't a band. This is a smorgasbord of ten leftovers. Listen, I'm glad that, that you are enjoying your custom-made-up doggy pun songs. We're going to play <laughs> all of your classic favorite punk rock hits from the 90s and mid to early 2000s. Everyone's going to go there. It's going to be a nostalgia fiesta. You're not going to want to miss it. I mean, come on. Brett Sheridan, have you met Brett Sheridan? You don't, but you want to. You will pay tickets to go see him. I feel he's so there. bad for Alex. I, I would feel so bad for Alex on that band. He, or he's around a bunch of jokesters. Alex Marzonia is a legit musician. He's a serious musician. He, he has a craft he's trying to hone, and he's got these jokesters sidetracking him on stage. That's just rude. Why would you do that to him, Brandon? Why? Why are you? He's not. They're they're all gonna raise each other up. He's gonna. They're they're gonna they're gonna race to his level of competition. The opposite oh, of Lon Harris. But you're gonna have you're gonna see Mark bar. Ellis. Mark Ellis singing every Van Halen song known to man. You're gonna have Andrew Andrew Guy walking down that stage, lighting lighting up the the fans. Everyone loves Andrew Guy. He's a showman. Your biggest, He's a showman. Your biggest mistake was not making Andrew Guy lead singer, and you can't take oh, that. Oh, he back. can sing. Oh, he Boom. can sing. No, though. oh, he no, can sing. He can he harmonize. I heard he harmonize. He'll harmonize with Mark Ellis. Oh yeah, he will. Nope, yes, not he allowed. Will. One oh, it singer. absolutely is. And Alex Marzonia is the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. It's a solo. It's a solo. Done. Act. And you never forget the Enya. Everybody, calm down. My neighbors are probably banging on the walls in a second here. This is intense. This is int <laughs> this is intensity in ten cities. Huh? <sighs> down. What? Wayne's World. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you guys covered quite a bit. Oh my gosh, Kevin. I mean, like, which of these? concerts would you be okay with paying like a hundred dollar ticket for uh, man i mean without i, I don't want to give too much up until after i hear it because uh, again uh frank man you, you know you, you give a bombshell to him and I, hopefully hannah picks up on it um uh so i want to wait until the end until i say what i want to say but yeah i mean are we still going i guess still going, going you got closing no we have closing arguments guys i remembered I remember uh, you guys are going to do your closing statements here. In you got to do closing statements. So I don't want to say anything yet yeah. as to not uh, sway anyone. But, um, you know, right now, though, uh, early points for song titles. 
Brandon, I wish you did a little more, uh, you know, prep work here. You can't even like be bothered or come up with song titles that are creative to the dead with, you know, lion tie, you know, lion kind of names and nicknames. I'm really disappointed in you. I love the titles that you had there, Frank. Uh, I think you got to work with something there. It's just you don't have it to be on this uh, on the band to sing the damn song. Who's going to be able to carry a tune over there? That's that's the worry that I hear. I, I am a little. Um... Uh, so I do have to say, though, Marzoni and the Send Den, I would be okay dropping some dope money because, I mean, not only that, because I know for a fact I'm going to like the vocals of Alex specifically, not because, you know, we share a name, but, you well, know, I'd be okay with spending money on a on a band with a band with a lead singer that I know for a fact I will enjoy for sure. So that's something you definitely mentioned. Um, like you, but like you mentioned, I mean, comedy and music don't always go together, but sure. There are exceptions to the rules, such as weird, weird Al and Bo Burnham, who I adore. Um, but like you mentioned, I mean, what's better? I mean, what's better than having dogs at a concert? That sounds really well, They're going to bark through the whole thing. What are you talking about? That'll be annoying. Oh, I, I, all I, over I, the place. No, they're not. They're not. They're well-trained dogs. Look at their owners. They're well-trained. Why, why would you diss the owners like that? Come I'm on. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. Okay, we're gonna go into that in our closing statement, guys. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yes, yes. Closing statements, starting with you, Brandon, for your closing statements, starting right. Bark for now. I guess. Listen, Frank. You meant that Snickers was the lead vocalist, and Leia was on the drums, and Molly was just shredding the guitar. But that's not the case. They're just gonna sit there, far away. I'm gonna be in the cheap seats because. I don't really think Ellis can sing all that well, so I'm not going to pay top dollar to go. I was going to be sitting there going, wow, those still dogs, went. they're so far away. Man, I wish I could pet them, but I can't. Meanwhile, Alex Marzonia, come on. He is the golden ticket to this Third band. Time. He is the deciding factor. He is a proven commodity. You should just listen to his music right now. Marzonia, Spotify, okay? iTunes, all those places. You go there. YouTube, he's on the YouTubes, okay? Listen to his music. He's damn good. And uh, Brett and Kate are awesome. And oh, yeah, Ben's there, too, playing the keys. So. Ten seconds. Uh, ben is uh, really good at the keyboards. He's so great. One time he played me a song, and I wanted to fall in love with him. But, you know, that wouldn't be very professional, being us both being in the schmodown and all. And done. Wow. Professional. <sighs> sure. Okay. That's definitely something to argue okay all right okay now we're gonna be moving we're breaking on. stories here tonight here we're gonna get deep and personal on tonight's episode of schmobate yeah. schmobate's late night wow schmobate's uh, after dark <laughs> we need a we need a theme song for that dun, 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 dun. Exactly. i'm we sure one of these bands like, play the song for it he wants to like make some theme songs for both these groups. He's just like, I already got it, guys. I'm ready to go. <laughs> just give me. Just give Phil Vestrini in the chat said she'd rock. Uh, she'd be your lead singer with some tequila. So you got that. You got that going Girl. for you. Do you really need the tequila for that? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, tequila preference, really. There you go. All right, and did I? Did Lucas says I yipped at you. Did I yip at you, Kevin? I didn't feel like I didn't feel a yip. Are you yipping? Are we in a fight? Are we in our did first fight? We're in a first fight. Damn. I, I yip. I don't. Maybe I did. I. I mean, he would be the professional knowing if he. Maybe he saw a yip that was like you know that he only he sees that face and I, you know I just didn't pick up on it. So. Yeah, it is. Uh, my entire face is a yip face. So. <laughs> Wait. Right. Yes. That's a bumper right. sticker if I ever <laughs> Like this. All right. Okay. So going over to our closing statements, uh, starting with you, Hannah. 
got 60 seconds to make your final argument in favor of the Marzonia and the Sensen. Go. Wait, what? Didn't I already do that? Yeah, he, he said it. No, we got to go with you. I apologize. I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. Okay. Anyway, you're, I'm, I'm, my turn. Yeah. Listen, it's Cerulean, bitch. Crickets. Okay, come on. Let's go, Frank. All right. So, Brandon, the, the question asked you to put together a band. You didn't do that. You put together a, a comedy troupe that just happens to have a guy who can play music. Okay. So, I'm sorry. You already lost. My band, they're a cohesive unit. They're a family that has dogs. And what completes a family more than dogs? Beautiful animals that are dogs. Dogs. With little <laughs> cute, you little cute, you know, earmuffs. And they'll probably have little cute booties on, you know. And they're running around having fun. Meanwhile, Papa Ellis is belting out the tunes. Mark Riley is so dependent. You know, you can rely on him. That's why he plays the bass because everything, you know, it comes from Ellis Lane, or I'm sorry, uh, Riley Lane down that bass line. And then there's Andrew Guy. Let him be free with Snickers running around, running around on the stage, looking at that dog jump in the air, doing sweet kicks. Yeah, and the, on the and then Andrew Guy's on the whammy bar. It's going to be one of the best uh, musical acts you will ever see. Rachel Silvestrini on the drums. I mean. She is a born drummer. She just doesn't know it yet. And in this band, she's going to shine. And, and, and look, all drummers, they sing. And Rachel, you know, we'll get you all the tequila you want. And okay? done. Wow. Let me just say something here. During your speech, uh, you started gaining votes. Uh, it is neck and neck for this one. I'll let Alex, I know this is her deal right here. <laughs> but it was updating live. And as you started speaking, Frank, you started uh, – it, it, the numbers change from one way to another. I'm not going to say whether it was better or reverse, but that's interesting seeing it live uh, jump up and down. Uh, that was, yeah, there you go. This is a close one. I want to let all I think, it, I think it's a cheap shot because he got an extra vote every time he said the word dog. I'm also kind of curious. Um, one, of the, one of the things that, that you didn't address was that when, I don't know about you, but based on my personal experience with dogs, a lot of dogs, when they get nervous or sometimes in like really loud places, even though they have the head things on, not only do they bark sometimes, but they start shitting everywhere or peeing everywhere. These are well-trained animals. And, and Rachel's a dog sitter. She yeah, knows how to handle these animals. Rachel's too busy singing the lead vocal because he's drinking tequila. No, this, is all, this, is all pre this is all pre-concert. It's already been handled. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about, Don't worry about it. it. You should see this, Alex. You should check the poll right now. I am checking one. as we speak. Okay. I'll do so, it. I, yeah, this is insane. Yeah, I'm like, I'm checking it as we speak. And just saying, guys, we have not nearly enough votes for our third and final question that we just had. I'm going to just post it again here in Facebook. Yeah. Why aren't you voting? There's only like not even 25 votes. And I know there's like 58 of you guys watching actively at this time. And it is literally neck and neck right now. This decides the whole match. Get on it. Stop being lurkers and trolls and answer. <laughs> For God's sake. All right. Well, um, specifically, I mean, I know I'm going to go ahead and count up some of these votes real quickly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but kind of before going into it, we're just kind of wrapping up these like questions. Uh, Frank, how do you feel about actually being able to record and argue? on camera and over voice like this. I know you do it a lot with Brad and everything, but yeah. in, a, in a setting where you're actually being scored and voted on, how does it, is it different at all? 
No, I, didn't, I, I honestly, I didn't really look at it that. I was just trying to approach it like I normally do on the rundown when you have these kind of conversations and, and debate a bit. And so that's, uh, even though this is a more structured format and that's more free flowing. So it, yeah, it's a little different, but mm-hmm. I still had fun uh, going back and forth with Brandon. And um, I'll, I'll, let me just say, man, it was an uphill battle from the start because like there, there's, there, yeah, that, that it was, uh, well, yeah, it is what it is. I don't know what you said, uh, Frank, Frank, but like you, you were in you were in the lead, and then uh, you started talking, and now it's tied. So, I mean, maybe you should stop talking, and we hear from Hannah. <laughs> it's going back and forth on this last one. Oh, oh my Everybody gosh! Everybody, get your votes in. Really, really tight right now. Listen, yeah, I, I think we should vote for me. Nikes, vote that's for the hot man. Okay, he's hot. Don't vote for him because he just man. said hot man. Don't okay, vote. Guys. If you haven't voted, oh, you got to vote in the next like 60 seconds or else you're in tough shit. Because I don't care if you watch this a little late, it doesn't matter because we're determining our winner for tonight's episode right flipping now. At this time, <laughs> currently. It is that and watch as we talk. It's jumping up and down. It is literally this is uh yeah. It's going Did Brandon, did you go in there and vote? And by the way, this decides Brandon vote for himself, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I would never. This and, um, the whole match. Why, okay, while we kind of wait for that go go through, we're gonna get it go over our first and second questions now. Kevin, I do know that you have your phone available right now. Yes. Who was it? Who is the winner of question number one? Question number one: What is the biggest upset in Schmodown history? Uh, with no surprise here, we have Hannah in the lead here. Seventy-seven percent. Of you decided that Guy versus Merle was the biggest upset. Uh, we got twenty three percent in the rear here with the Ellison Howard. Yeah, I mean Janish, Janish, had an uphill battle with that. I yeah, think he, did a, he, he had a valiant try. I think you would have had a better shot if you did an Olympic athlete who comes in not knowing anything, beating JT. Maybe I still would have lost, dude. That was, you still would have lost. I mean, that is lost. the greatest. That comfortable. That's was. Yeah, but it was a good challenge to have, and I think it's gonna. It leads us to this. Uh, final uh, decision here with this third one. So yeah, uh, we have Hannah now taking the first question, Alex. Mm-hmm. And now moving go- on. To this, yeah. The second question specifically, we had which veteran competitor will be the first to lose to a rookie. And uh, Hannah chose Chandru Dandapani versus, ha- versus Frank chose Lon Harris. And the winner of this match, sorry, this argument was just double checking right now. Drum roll, please. And very similar as far as the differences, a little difference, but um, yes. it's 68% to the winner. Who is it's 68% uh, with Lon Harris, favorite with uh, Frank. So right now it is one and one. It is one and one. So everybody get your votes in for that last one so you can see. 33% you are all giving an edible arrangement. We have 32 <laughs> votes right now on that final one. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I do love me an edible arrangement. There you go. Hey. All right, well, oh, God, okay, oh, wow. Okay, so for our final question, putting together a Schmodown band, we wanted the genre, the band name, the instruments, etc. We do have a winner. And this what? might tie in to one of the biggest upsets in Schmodown history. We might have the biggest upset in Schmobakes history. And if I say the sentence before I finish this, we are looking at Brandon, oh, it just tied! It just tied! It just <laughs> no. tied when I held it. That up. was me. That was me. That was me. That was it was you. me. I, yeah, I did that. It was me. All right. That was 
Come on, wait a change wait, wait, wait to spoil the you know. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, I kind of want to be in person when I let him know the bad news here. So hold on a second. You know, I can see the poll right now, man. <laughs> in the biggest upset of Schmobate's history, this man right here, Frankie Numbers, who everybody was avoiding, including myself, just lost to the hitman, yeah. Brandon Hanna. Yeah. Yeah. Whammy! Undefeated. Oh. Undisputed. Hot man of the world. Me. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. That was intense. What a shock. <laughs> I, I want to hear, uh, yeah. Uh, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah beats Frank. Hannah beats Frank to the tune of Kalinowski beats Smets. The crowd goes, the virtual crowd goes wild. Wow. Okay. Now, before we kind of go into that, um, go into the specifics, I'm going to go ahead and, um, Brandon, please stay. Um, Frank, I'm going to bring you back on for our, in a hot minute. Sure. No pun intended. And, uh, for a little post quick interview one minute all right holy crap you went into this knowing absolutely nothing well assuming you were <laughs> gonna win how are you feeling i know everything i knew i was gonna win come on Obviously. great of course listen when andrew guy tko dan merle okay we all went to yard house afterwards andrew guy went up to every waitress and he said hi i'm andrew guy i tko dan merle and that's what i'm gonna do tonight I'm going to go to my local watering hole. I'm going to say, hi, I'm the hot man. I beat Frank. So. Oh, man. With that face, too. Look at, I'm glad your internet doesn't look like 1997 Prodigy. So you, at least you're making mm -hmm. some headway there. Did you just get new internet right now because you won? Is that how good the win is? It got it, it increased your bandwidth? It is. I had to deal with my local cable provider. And that's it <laughs> Um, we, yeah, it's like, okay, now we do have some people, I do want to address something. Um, we do have some sure. people in the audience mentioning right now, and, and technically Janish is winning. You're not wrong. Damn Absolutely. it, Rachel. It's really, it's really kind of going back and forth. Dog daddies are winning right now. Um, the vote has turned a recount. However, like I said, if you wow. don't vote within the specific time i give it doesn't matter that's why you gotta vote early during that time and you know what it is partly on my fault i absolutely agree that um i i can probably like do something to kind of let you guys know that close the polls the yeah this is it this well, is I done um, you yeah. only have yay amount of time to do it. And I can definitely do something on my end to make finalize that for future well, Absolutely. controversy. That means we might have a rematch in the future. You, you never know. A hot man match without controversy. I see you. I see you. Let's now, see. Now they're tied again. So it's like we can do this forever and ever. And I think when we announce the winner, that's, that's yeah. a lesson. You got you to vote early and you got to get your vote in. They're sitting on their hands, not doing it. It's definitely going to get pretty intense in the future. I'm excited to kind of go back in like a few days and a few weeks later tonight, tomorrow, whatever it's see, just to see kind of go back. Um, yeah. But walking away, I was like, how um, was like, do you want to debate again? Do you feel like you want to go against Frank again? Do you want to never play again? Like oh, overall, how are you feeling? I don't know. We'll see. What? Mm. Come on, you're gonna go to the watering hole and introduce yourself as you just beat Frank. You gotta keep that momentum going. Beat you know, take <laughs> on someone else, huh? Who 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 possibly worth my time other than Frankie Numbers? Listen, pal, listen, pal. If you want, if you, I'll be your Huckleberry. If you don't fight, I'll I'll take you on. I'll take you on because you were missing some spots that would have buried Frank early on that I would bury you with. Oh. So if you want to, next time you get a chance, Hannah. You couldn't bury me if you had a shovel. 
All right, pal. We'll see, guy. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm if you practice your saber skills as much as you would, you'd, yeah. your saber skills would rival that of Master Yoda's. <laughs> I'm going to mess that, that one up. In the just like buzz droids. Just like buzz droids. And don't tell Peter, let's be honest. Hi, buddy. Stop it. Shh, shh, okay. Sorry. My cat is very vocal whenever I record. It's at that point he just starts demanding attention. Yeah, of course you got to do it. Get out of here, buddy. Get out of here. Okay, so thank you so much, uh, Brennan Hanna. Congratulations, uh, man. That's a hell of a win, man. Well you shocked the world. Yeah, can't believe, you know, can't believe uh, that you won. Fantastic. I know going into this, you, you're you like, no, I'm not going to I'm not gonna win this. But regardless, I'm super excited that you won, and we got to have you back on again. And for this challenge, whenever that may be. So it's going to be pretty soon, I hope. All right, thank you How again. How many matches and in a row do I win before I get a shiny belt like the one Kevin has? I like that one. So this one right here? This? Yeah, that one. I like that one. We yeah. have a Schmobate belt. You got to yeah. get a Schmobate belt. You should do it. Mm -hmm. I think you – I like the idea. Christian talked about it. I think it's great. I think you should really start getting standings. And because, you know, the cream are going to – you know, you keep going through this first pass where you're getting all these people. And imagine you do a winner's bracket where you have all the winners now face each other. It's going to be mm -hmm. interesting. You know what I mean? And it's you funny because Frank won't be in it because Frank's in the loser's bracket. Mm -hmm. He's in you know the what? loser's bracket. We have, um, you know, loser. we have stuff in the works. I'm just saying. Nothing's completely finalized, but stuff is definitely being a work through. Listen, I am like the Washington Nationals who just defeated the, the Houston Astros to fight them cheating. Frank drinking his performance-enhancing substance, using his stats. You won. Why are you, what are you doing? I am your hero. I am your savior. I am the hot man. Thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> well, I can't. Grew up in my mouth again. Grew up in my mouth again. Thank you, Brandon. Stay tuned after we're done live, and uh, we'll see you here in a hot minute. Thank you again. And you want this, don't you? You want this. <laughs> Come and get it. And Brandon, where can we find you in the future? What you can we? What you stay kind of up to date and everything? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon Hanna zero seven. You can also find me. Every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific time over on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm a host on Box Office Breakdown. I am uh, I'm just Brandon over there, as the ladies say. And uh, you can also find me hosting two after shows after Buzz TV right now. If you are fans of Briar Patch, are you a fan of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? I also moderate two panels for those shows as well over at After Buzz. Also on Sundays, 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. respectively. Check those out. And uh, yeah. And I think that's about it. Uh, I love Splash Mountain. Stay in school. Splash, Splash Mountain's fun. When you go down the Briar Patch at the end, is that what we're talking about? It's like a Splash No, no, Mountain. we're talking about the Briar Patch in Star Trek Insurrection. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, hashtag Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to do the Riker yeah. maneuver, like Br'er Rabbit, huh? Is wow. that the one with uh, the lightsabers? No, the no, no. Throwing no, up no, in the no. mouth again. Throwing up in the mouth again. The glow sticks, right? Glow sticks, laser swords. Yeah, check out those shows. They're so much fun. And uh, we'll definitely, we'll chat here pretty soon. Thank you again. Thank you. And then there were two. And then there's the loser. Just kidding. We love you, Frank. How you feeling? How you feeling? You feeling um, like Dan Merle after a guy knocked him out or what? No, because, uh, no. Because I never broke, I was never, I've never, I was never proclaimed the greatest. So I don't, oh, so you no. were. You were. This of was course. going. You had Robert Parker level. Well, let me just, you know, to put the knife and just kind of gouge it further. Uh, you were billed as one of the. You, top you think guys. you're turning a knife, but like I, I never debated any. I mean, like I, I talked to people. I tweet. I, I, 
on Facebook. I say my points and I leave. How many episodes of the rundown have you been on? Yeah, but that's analyze. It's not how many, really how debating. many, how many? Like, I don't know, hundred and hundred. Okay. What are we on? I don't know. I'm just being it. I'm just being a yeah. jerk. Congratulations. No, um, I'll say once uh, in the the first question, I it's like, what are you what are you gonna do about that one? It, yeah, it was, you got a tough go. Up it was, and look, I'll say, I I was looking forward to that challenge to see if I could, if I could somehow do it. Is that and if, if that was like the only point I won this entire match. I did, I would have been I would have felt like the winner already because yeah. <laughs> there's you would have to be an absolute moron to lose that argument. You really would. And Brandon's not a is not a moron, so I, I was fairly confident. Not well, yeah, I was fairly confident that I was going to lose that one um, right off the bat, and and that's fine. Uh, the second one I th- thought was um, look, I, I'll say honestly, I think Chandra kind of threw me a bone there, or uh, Brandon <laughs> threw me a bone there ch- picking Chandra. So I, I mean, I still don't know how it would have went if he. Um, you know, pick somebody else. And then that, that last question, I think if I approached it on a more serious level as, a, as opposed to just kind of like a jokey kind of band type of thing, I certainly would have picked, I would have picked like David B and, and like Janine and all these other people that, that actually play music. Yeah. You should um, have Janine in there. Or yeah, movies. Yeah. You got, how do you not I have know. Miss movies in there? Would you, that's a question I have for you then Yeah. going back, would you have made any different choices for any of your questions here? Now that you're in the loser's bracket, would you pick differently for the upset? Would you pick differently for uh, this final question here? The, the upset one, there's nothing you can do about that. One. I mean, the the obvious answer, any anyone you ask who knows this game is going to say Andrew Guy defeating Dan Merrill's the greatest upset of all time. Even I agree with that. Like how I'm yeah. like trying to argue against my own self, and it's like, well, like that's not I, easy. I'm going to be completely honest. I I mean, sure, it's definitely one of my favorite upsets of all time. But I'm not going to lie, going into that, that you definitely brought to light some things that I didn't really think about before. Uh, and I actually, when I, when I watched it, I rewatched some of the matches and watching the Dan Merle, Dan Merle versus guy match. It's like watching a car crash. You're like, it's happening. You know, it's going to happen. And you're like, Oh shit, it actually happened. But now that being said, versus, versus like the, the Howard, the Howard Ellis match, that one with based on your arguments, I was like, Holy shit. I was like, I'm not gonna lie. That ended up being, to me, that's me. I would have voted. I actually uh, personally would have voted in favor of you. Um, those consequences at the end too. Yeah. <laughs> just because specifically it, it came down to, like you mentioned, it was to me, it felt much more of an upset um, the, based on, especially your kind of description. And also like it was, it was much more, I don't want to say unexpected, but at the same time they went neck and neck until sudden death. Yeah. And, you know, versus, you know, the, the guy match. I mean, that happened like within like 20 minutes. Yeah, but that's also what's the big shocker of that. It's also the most recent one that people can recall that's like the hugest upset that, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, yes, Stacey Howard did upset uh, Mark Riley recently in that or last year, but people still always will remember. It's the most memorable upset, even if even if you could make an argument Mm -hmm. uh, for Stacey Howard or Mark Ellis, you know, it's so. Uh, that's I did enjoy that challenge. I mean, so that that was that was fun. I thought I actually did pretty good, all things considered. Uh, mm-hmm. The hill, yeah, the, you know, yeah. You, you started out with a, you started out basically at a, at a disadvantage. You know what I mean? It was a, a handicap match, but you climbed back with the lawn, and you had good arguments with the lawn Harris one. And yeah. uh, I think the dog the dogs were your undoing, though, man. You went you went puppy like, instead of vocals. With the with the, with the titles and everything, hotel California yeah. bark this I way. Know. 
that was pretty yeah, great, though. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. But I mean, obviously, I mean, we're in a group where it's very focused on Sen. I mean, Sen Live and everything. So there is already people can already picture it so well. Obviously, we need t-shirts. Yeah. We need band shirts for both of them. Anyway, I, oh, absolutely. I want to drop a stupid amount of money for both of these <laughs> for both these live events. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we're gonna just going to wrap things up with you, Frank. Where can we find you and everything you're doing with Showdown Rundown, your amazing, you know, podcast with Brad and everything and beyond? Yeah, obviously, Showdown Rundown every uh, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, also, uh, you know, check showdownlive.com. I update it with stats and all the time. Actually, you know, the point. I really didn't use a whole lot of stats this episode. I didn't really. That's didn't. true. And that was yeah. I, that was a conscious effort on my part to see you know to see. How that would go, anyways. Yeah, um, that went well for you. You got the win. Oh, no, you didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. Because no. Um, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to use performance enhancing. There you go. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, else, what else can you find? Yeah, just uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter, Frankie J twenty nine, and uh, a free for all. Well, yay! And uh, you're, you're I'll something. be there. I'm not playing. I'll be. We, there. No, we got. We got. Our, we got. Our, it's early in the works. But if you like the interplay between me, Frank, and the uh, Hannah, we got some stuff in the works for the fans that are, they're going to really enjoy it, where we're going to get on the horn and yell at each other about other topics. So uh, keep your eyes out on that, especially if you uh, enjoyed us uh, basically going at each other's throats the whole time, because that's probably what it will be uh, when we disagree with everything. A little more measured, I think. But. When you guys are both wrong and I'm always right. <laughs> right, right. That's just your Hannah talking. That's why yeah, my inner, your inner Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Frank. We really appreciate it. You did amazing going in today. And I know everyone had like these really, really high expectations. And I know you're definitely, you know, trying to challenge yourself, you know, pretty consistently, you know, not doing the numbers and everything. So amazing, you know, amazing yeah. both ends. But, you know, like you said, um, can't wait to see you over at Free For All. Um, that's going to be so, so much fun. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, please hang tight after we get done recording for uh, for a wee bit. And we're going to get done. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Good job, buddy. Now he's here hearing me anyway. Where yeah. are you? Stay out of my room. Echo. Echo. That was fun. Yeah. It's like, how do you feel like uh, completely like done with your first judgment? Yeah, I hope I did well. I know that Ellis challenged me. Ellis challenged me to a judge off. So we'll see if you can get him in the judge's chair. Uh, you know, uh, you know, going in, I just wanted I, I, I wanted to make sure like for me, I didn't want to influence anything one way or the other. So I was like kind of taking notes and stuff like that and like what I would do. Um, which makes me feel like maybe I would be good on the show or I'd at least like to give myself a shot because there were just certain moments. I think one thing that I love about these debates is you can, if one person says the one, one wrong thing, you know, like in that first one talking about how Stacy was underrated. Well, if Stacy's underrated, then that's not really an up. That shouldn't be an upset because of, of all the, you know what I mean? Um, where yeah. at the time guy was not underrated. I mean, he was a, one of the best as far as on the, on the mic and stuff like that. And he had every confidence that he was going to win, but no one else had it. So I, I think it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for letting me have it. Hopefully you don't, you don't, uh, what was the word? Yip at me. Did you yip at me again? Hopefully I'm Apparently okay. Yipped at you. Yeah. But that's just my voice. Yeah. <laughs> that's just my personality. I yip oh, at I, I yip at I my cat. It. I mean, you from my cat. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. It was fun to mix it up with you guys. It's fun, uh, you know, being on here. And uh, I, you know, I think the both of them, I honestly, like, I loved how, to, to give you an idea of how fun it is to watch this show live for anybody who's watching it recorded uh, or listening to it. I mean, that you, you 
the it was going back and forth, literally up until we called it and we answered it. Um, there, when one person was talking, the the graphs were, were going the opposite way, and then they stopped talking, and then it was started. It was, it was great. It was. It felt like a November in the, uh, you know, during a, you know, the election. And uh, so, anyways, yeah, it was fun. So, thank you, and I, I'm happy to do it again anytime soon. So, yeah. Well, you are definitely getting a lot of love in the chat. You know, uh, parody. Oh, thanks. Thing in self champ you did awesome co-hosting uh so yeah thank you fantastic. thank you so much i can't wait to have you on competing against hannah and you know have you having you back on again in general it's gonna be so much fun with our some of our future stuff we're working on sure. um, but also last but not least where can we find you yeah you can find me at kev smith's uh at a well, i almost gave my <laughs> Well, that's not well. That's not my old email address, so no one could reach me on that. Anyway, <laughs> here's my social security number and my phone number. <laughs> and my, uh, no. my credit card info. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Kev Smets on Twitter, uh, and then uh, I also have uh, uh, Kev Smets on Instagram, and uh, we also have the Kotor movie trilogy. If any of you are Star Wars fans and you are a fan of the Knights of the Old Republic movies, uh, we've done. Uh, a, there's a full. We have. I think we hit ten thousand subscribers almost. Um, for the Knights of the Old Republic, if you just search Kotor movie trilogy, you'll find it on YouTube. And we've taken movie made movies based out of the lore of Knights of the Old Republic. We're working on a great Revan script right now, um, which is based on Revan. If you don't follow Star Wars, you don't know what I'm saying. But uh, the fans that are diehard Kotor fans will absolutely know what I'm talking about. We're doing a full web series about Revan. It's going to be great. And then we got some other great content too coming out uh, that I can't really announce quite yet. And then of course, you know. Uh, one thing I want to be is a fighting champion. So uh, we're hoping that Mara gets 100% better uh, so I can get here and, uh, you know, uh, you know, get on stage and answer some questions correctly. You know, I haven't I haven't missed a question since Chandru. So uh, I'm looking forward to that challenge. I'm excited for my faction. I'm excited for Robert Parker when he has his match coming up and then all the great things for the season. It's going to it's the new era. It's the new season. Congrats for you guys as well. I think it's a new era for call to action. You guys won that. You guys yeah. won that slice. And now you guys are taking it to the next level and uh, you look to be repeat winners. So congratulations on uh, everything you guys and to the fans and everything else. I, I look forward to seeing you guys out there. Hopefully when I can compete sometime soon, I'm itchy. Everybody knows I'm itching to fight. So I'm ready to go. <laughs> That you you can't say the truth more so that's for sure we are we're definitely working hard here at the call to action podcast I am Alex Mack hosting Schmobates every single week on a Wednesday evenings at 9 30 central usually except today but regardless I really appreciate all these brand new names and faces and all that you know hanging out with us today so we really appreciate you guys uh, you can definitely find us uh, now in audio form, which is definitely in process of trying That's to awesome. do. Um, oh, yeah. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of places. I actually have links down below, but also I actually participated. Well, one of my competitors participated in this wonderful charity match. I actually have linked it down below, so please check that out. So you awesome. can uh, potentially donate to them, St. Baldrick's. Um, uh, St. Baldrick's uh, Foundation to help support uh, children going through the process of um, going through, uh, having unfortunately going through their illnesses. So please donate to that if you can. It's wonderful from the movie trivia face-off group. So amazing on there. And, and yeah, so we got that. We also check us out on Facebook at our group. That's where our Facebook page where you can, that's where you voted. So if you're already on that page, might as well hit that like page, right? There. Just do that. <laughs> Smash that like button, as Video Drew would say. Yes. Smash the like button. 
smash the like, like and subscribe to this one. And we try very hard here at Call to Action. So we thank you so much. We love you so much. And we'll see y'all soon. Cheers. See you later.